0: pop culture questions only one podcast knows nerds that know rated r
1: minds from around the world this is the nerds that know stash here along with my wonderful plethora of beautiful wonderful hosts oh and look who suddenly
2: came back hello fox hi stash is being awfully nice this evening i'm scared
1: i'm tired
2: ah this explains it
1: and existentially exhausted with life and living
3: you know
1: what? I don't care because there's cool nerd shit to talk about.
3: Yeah, I don't know what's been in the air lately, but like everyone I know has been having a tough time, myself included.
1: It's the heat, man. 100 fucking degrees will take it out of anyone.
3: We need that heat
2: here in Colorado to break and break now. (laughs) It's been nice today.
1: Yeah, today's been the first nice day in a week and two weeks, though.
2: Yeah, I actually had, I like, I slept with my window open last night. It was so good. So good. Yes. All right. Well, introduce yourself, my minions. Oh, you did not call us minions.
1: I certainly did. And I rescind nothing.
3: <laughs> well, nobody's going to introduce themselves because there's no minions here.
1: Oh, that's not what I've heard.
2: Clearly, the amazing people who are not Stash because he is not one of the amazing people. Please say hi. Hi, Fox here. Thank you. And it's Bobby giving Stash much shit because that's what Big Sisters do. It's
1: true. And as for Smurf, we murdered him and buried him in a field of garbage because that's where he belongs.
3: That's not Uh, true at all. That is not true at all. We ate him. God, stop telling lies. In
2: do after? we did do do both both?
3: because there was only
2: so much that could fit inside of our bellies.
3: (laughs) It's going to be really weird if uh, Smurf suddenly disappears under mysterious circumstances. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say it's going to be really weird when he gets on to edit this. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, you know for when we post the uh the audio recording hey dre yes. thanks for joining us tonight
1: it really is very strange, the table. but you know what he deserves it because he's not here yeah. but it's the last time cause... we
2: said he was living in a cave he came back very upset so not this not true. hey you know what the truth hurts
1: it does and it hurts, you know, Smurf a lot more than the rest of us. Well, we well, have a maybe ton he's of into that. exciting things that have happened in the nerd community lately. Uh, what do we want to start with? Do we want to start with the fun one? Let's start with the fun one. Rick and Morty, season five's premiere.
2: Nobody Drop. has any say. Stash well, is going to, like, take control. Uh, I was going to be gonna like, gonna... let's start with Loki. No, okay, Rick and Morty. That's what he does. Which that is is right. it is. Let's start with Rick and Morty.
1: Well, we already did, so Good. thank you for acquiescing. <clears throat> um You know what, tonight I'm knuckling under,
2: I don't even care.
1: Yes, the season five premiere dropped on Sunday?
0: Was it yeah, Sunday? It was Technically five? this morning. Oh. Technically.
1: That's, oh, it was super late.
0: Yeah, it was, it was a twelve thirty release.
1: Yeah. It's like it dropped and I have to say I watched it when I got home from work today on YouTube of all places, but
0: Yeah, they did a drop when it premiered, I guess at the same time when it premiered on um Cartoon Network Adult Swims, you know, same time they dropped it on YouTube.
3: Yeah, I think that because there's always so much time between seasons and just because of the kind of press that Rick and Morty has gotten, uh, they wanted to generate a little more excitement uh, and make it more accessible to people by putting it on YouTube. That's that's my assumption.
1: That's I, I would hope so. I wonder if this is something they're going to continue for the remainder of the season. Um, Fox, did you get around to watching a few minutes of it?
3: i saw the first seven minutes and 19 seconds before we started recording
1: <laughs> hey that is over a third
3: yeah yeah um you know it's definitely it's just a return to form it's very much the the same it's which isn't a, it's rick not a bad morty. thing it's yeah. it's not a bad thing
0: oh and it is and more it
3: rick and morty
0: and it, it 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 uh continues in that direction as you continue watching Oh, it
1: definitely does, and it is interesting, it's interesting because uh, it,
0: it's poking
1: fun at itself. Oh, like Rick and Morty thing. a lot more than
0: usual. Like oh, it, they're it,
1: definitely poking fun at that.
0: Yeah, it's not
1: necessarily it, sci-fi tropes.
0: Oh, and it's it's just you know, not just poking the bear; it's <laughs> punching the bear at this point when it's making fun of itself. <laughs>
3: yeah, and
0: it. It goes in on its own everything during this episode, its own storyline, its own, you know, merit in the sci-fi community, and it's...
3: (laughs) I mean, it's big enough to be self-referential.
0: It is. And it does the shit out of it.
3: (laughs) And
2: that's a really
3: big word, Fox. Thanks. (laughs) I'm not sure if you're, like, insulting my intelligence regularly or (laughs) praising my intelligence. I'm insulting brick and morty that they, they've
2: they've reached the point where we have to use large words to describe what's happening
1: oh I don't know they've used incredibly sophisticated language in that series long before now mm. uh, but no, I I really like how they took a very traditional sci-fi trope that of differing timelines and put their own spin on it.
0: Oh, oh.
1: it's like boy did they put their own spin yeah. on it!
0: Yeah, they they got goofy with it, that's for sure.
1: But I I think I can reference at least that much without causing any undue spoilers. But it is um, it is very interesting how things develop and. The plot twist at the end is obviously something you expect and understand, but
3: Not um, at the one. same
1: time it's I feel like Rick and Morty has always been about the journey. Like what absurd things can they interject in the journey to make you know our trip forward, our trip worth it? And they've succeeded in everything so far. I mean it's a good pilot. I'm enjoying it.
0: Oh yeah, it was fun.
2: Does it count as a pilot if it's season five?
0: Well, premiere. Okay.
1: It's like it's a season pilot, but
0: Well, yeah, because the way they, well, and the way they tell their stories, I mean, you never know. It could be a pilot. Could be a whole different Rick and Morty.
1: It definitely could. That is absolutely true. But I'm excited to see where this season goes. Have we heard anything about like season length or anything like that?
0: Yeah, it's still ten episodes.
1: Oh, okay. Yep. I hope it feels a bit beefier than this last season did, because last season it just blazed by so quickly. I watched it all in like one sitting, and yeah, had a great time doing it. But at the same time, like it was, it it didn't have the really awesome episodes mm-hmm. of like Pickle Rick, for example, to really draw me in. Um, but as for amazing shows that we have all been watching now we can bring up Loki thank you
0: which Um, is in its own way kind of a spiritual successor to um, Rick and Morty because they play a lot with the sci-fi tropes yeah they they do
1: they definitely poke fun of the sci-fi tropes
0: yeah they don't take anything seriously a lot of the what we've traditionally been taught in sci-fi, time travel stuff, they fuck with it in Loki.
1: Yeah, they definitely do.
0: <laughs> is that
1: does Loki have his own comic? I actually don't think I've ever asked.
0: Yeah, he has a few times.
1: Is it pretty? Is it this tongue-in-cheek and this absurd, or is this something very some, some like of modern it, Marvel?
0: Well, no, some of it. Uh, there with the I don't want to. Obviously disclose too much, but with the storyline that they're kind of appropriating, because they're doing they're pulling from a couple different sources, but a lot of it is in the absurd realm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you know, then you know the big surprise at the end of I guess technically at the end of episode two. Um
1: Top Me baby is all I have to say.
0: two different well it seems to be a mishmash of two different characters
1: it Um, really it really does i don't want to go into spoiler territory too much but like it is a very interesting portrayal
0: yeah okay
2: not not to get completely off you know stash's happy moment but owen wilson seems to play the same character over and over and over and over and over again and i feel like this is just him being the same dude that he's been in everything else oh
1: yeah owen wilson doesn't know how to act
0: yes but i believe that is a hundred percent purposeful in this yeah the 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 thing about because we know that the grand master of this whole thing is kevin feige Mm-hmm. There is no way that he did not specifically pick out Owen Wilson to be that character without reason.
2: No, and I get that. I
0: do. But and I think that's just, because he wanted Owen Wilson.
2: But he just irritates the shit out of me. Well, because it's the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Well, now you know noise. how I
1: feel about The Rock.
2: At least he can sing.
1: Barely. But no, uh, no, it's just, it's the nature of Owen Wilson. He's just, he always he has that gimmick and it works for him. It defines his characters and it always will. It's why it, the it, fact I haven't seen him in years hasn't bothered me at all.
0: Well, and it fits this character specifically, or at least the version that they're going with of this. Oh, character. absolutely. Mobius this, is, you can tell. Weird, this character dry-witted, was... closed-off person who's kind of never experienced anything besides what he's existing in. Mm-hmm. I think that makes sense for that character.
1: Yeah. You can definitely tell that at least some of this character was written with him in mind, specifically. Oh, okay. So I don't know if they cast him after they wrote him in. Because, I mean, you're Disney, you can pretty much get any actor you want. Um, Or if they did a rewrite once they had the casting, but they definitely appealed to his character and his complete lack of acting.
0: Well, and based on some of the information that came out from WandaVision uh, afterwards, they have certain they don't necessarily have certain people that they have to have, but they do when they're doing the storyboarding, have people in mind. Mm-hmm. <clears> which totally
3: makes characters. sense.
0: Um, even two years before shooting starts, they have people kind of already in line where they want them to be and who they want them to portray. Well, yeah.
2: And that's true for almost any creative process. I mean, um, I have a collector's edition of the princess bride and I, um, the first, like, two chapters, you know, um, are kind of the making of the movie, where he's talking about, as he's writing the script, you know, transposing um, it from book to film, he's imagining, okay, this is who I want to play this character, this is who I want to play that character, uh, and because it took so long for it to actually be filmed, it, um he had to change character uh, actors and whatnot a lot. The only one who was consistent all the way through was Andre the Giant.
0: Well, and that's because it's Andre. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. Michelle says uh, she loved Owen Wilson in Night at the Museum.
0: I... Owen Wilson is a cowboy. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: anyways, I enjoyed that movie. Uh, the second one, not as much.
1: I enjoyed him in uh, Shanghai Noon. That's
0: an that interesting right? choice. Really?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what, that's what came to mind when I was thinking of movies I enjoyed him in. Um, but again, he played exactly the same character he is now. Yeah. Uh, Fox, have you watched any of this as of yet, or not quite yet? Oh, Fox is...
2: Fox, are you with us? Uh, And Michelle says, yes, Shanghai Noon, good one for him as well.
1: Yes. See, I'm not crazy.
2: So, Fox, uh, do you have any thoughts on uh, Owen Wilson and or... You're muted, Uh, dearest.
1: But no... uh, Anything besides your criticism of Owen Wilson's acting?
2: Uh, it's distracting, but other than that, so far so good.
1: I I am enjoying it immensely. I think the first episode was stronger than the second, but the second had the better plot twist.
0: Oh, and this yeah, the ending of the second episode was crazy. Yeah, I, the and,
2: thing I can say the most. Oh, go ahead, Tank.
0: I was just saying the, the, the ending of the second episode was crazy and beautiful and how they basically started the real action of the story for the series.
1: Yes. I definitely did not expect... I expected another <clears throat> kind of filler background episode like a chase episode mm. before we really got to the
0: action. But this is a very short season so... Yes, it's only six episodes, I believe. Yep. Yeah.
2: One of the things I will say on the positive for Loki is it, like Falcon and Winter Soldier, and like WandaVision, have all been so different, the one from the other. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know? generally,
1: there's a lot of variance in our TV shows. Yeah. Yeah,
2: which, after a while, you know, some of the Marvel movies started feeling very canned Same. and predictable
0: yeah especially that well parts of it did because i wouldn't because my the outlier towards the end for me was uh thor ragnarok just that felt completely different than everything else surrounding it right but you're you're not wrong though like a lot of the stories basically from avengers 2 mm-hmm. felt very similar so. yeah
2: and I think it's because they were trying to get everything to lead up to end game, which yeah. I get, but I'm glad that we're seeing some, um, some differences in the, the storytelling and the cinematography and just the way the whole thing is working out, which makes me want to keep watching it and see what else they're going to be doing.
0: Tom Hiddleston is awesome.
2: Yeah, ridiculous. That's, that's, that's the best way to
0: put it. Like the way that he can change his character in the middle of a scene is just crazy.
2: Fox, you should totally cosplay the Tom Hiddleston version of Loki.
3: Be sexy. You're still You're muted. muted. Oh well, I mean, he is gender fluid, so <clears throat> which is, is why I'm fluid. saying it
2: would totally work <clears throat> for you. Like this is this is something uh the moon knight mark
0: mark specter no
2: knight? no somebody uh one of our viewers just says give me the moon night
0: oh that's the one that they're doing with oscar isaac yeah
2: yeah he wants it right now
0: i mean it's basically batman but crazier <laughs>
2: yeah which uh you know while we were going through our list of topics for this evening, we were actually discussing the uh Marvel equivalents of some of the other d c characters mm. so you know Wonder Woman Batman
0: oh uh, yeah power Princess is the Marvel's version of uh Wonder Woman, and she's a god she's a destroyer. I'll just put it that way. If you read the um, the Heroes Reborn story that they're doing right now, she's a, she's a monster in the best way possible, but she is an absolute destroyer.
2: All right. Add that to my list of things that I'm getting from you. All right. You can know, you uh, buy comic books and stuff from Tank at Knock Nostalgic Collectibles. <laughs> See the link on our Facebook page, Twitter, or Instagram.
1: Um, before we transition from Loki, what do you guys feel about the Wednesday episodes?
0: I'm fine with it. It's a good way to break up the monotony midweek, I guess.
2: I like that they're doing them on Wednesdays, especially over the summer, because so many people go away for the long weekend. Yeah. Where they'll get off work early, like two or three o'clock in the afternoon, and then not come back till Sunday night.
0: One. Well, With everything opening up, it makes sense for it to not be on Fridays because people are doing stuff on Fridays now.
2: Right. Which is one of the reasons why Loki is doing so well in the numbers. You know, uh, they're saying that the Loki debut beat the numbers for Sweet Tooth and Shadow and Bone.
0: It beat everything.
2: Yeah. They're saying like, holy crap, it (laughs) is just like um, the most watched premiere among second quarter 2021 streaming shows.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, not surprising. It's yeah. been anticipated for what? Two years? A couple of years now? Yeah, yeah two yeah. years.
2: All right. Uh, it had ten point five percent share of streaming engagements.
0: And that's a that's a big thing, considering that how many. That is yeah. huge. That's that's a big number. Yeah, that's yeah. impressive.
2: You're saying this is ginormous um uh it even beat wandavision which had a 9.3% share. Yep. Falcon and Winter right. Soldier only had a 6%.
0: Well, there we knew there was going to be a drop off for that people didn't right,
2: but it, I'm just saying like
0: the later episodes is where they got a bigger share on for Captain America. And Winter makes Soldier.
1: me wonder if uh uh the new season of Witcher will perhaps, like, gain that level of attention. I, a bit. I
2: hope so. I am so excited about The Witcher. Like, I am yeah. just so freaking excited for this. Yeah, I have
1: read, I want to say, like, four of his books, and I obviously played the second and third game. Oh, um, I obviously
2: have not played any of the games, but yeah, I do no, know the
0: books. You are not a video game person. I understand that.
2: But yes. I do enjoy, enjoy watching gameplay of The Witcher. I just may want it to
0: Yeah, seek out the third game. That is actually a very, very fun and engaging game. Yes, it is. Is it,
3: is it not something that you have to play, like, in order?
0: No. I don't believe so. They they not have enough variations like it's the same character but there's a lot of there's not so much crossover from between the games that you can't just pick it up in the third one, honestly.
1: Yeah, there's overlapping characters and there are added details to the narrative, but it is by no means necessary.
0: Yeah. They stand um, along pretty
1: well. And you can play it Fox on your Switch. Yep. Oh cool. Yes, yeah. it is. Uh, they dropped it a uh, couple years ago, last year. So,
0: I think uh, it was sometime last ago. Last year is when they yeah. did uh, The Witcher 3. First and though.
2: for those who are interested in the books, uh, they are available um, in ebook, audiobook, as well as mm. the physical copies all over the place now. Uh, wait have you, have, what you they ever, were.
1: have you read them, Bobby?
2: I've read the first two. Oh, okay. I'm currently listening to the third.
1: So technically you don't need to listen to them in any sort of order because he wrote them to where they can be listened to at
0: any, any way. Yeah, they're uh, standalone stories. Each one. Yes,
2: but Netflix did say this is their suggested way to listen to the books.
0: Oh, Interested on how they're presenting the story? How they're
2: presenting it?
0: That would make sense.
2: Um, And that is the order of which I have been doing the reading and listening?
0: That makes sense. Okay. If they're gonna be um, telling it in that form in that order. Yeah.
2: So also um Netflix has confirmed that we will see season two of The Witcher this year. They have not given us a set date, but they've the said. Final quarter. Quarter. Yeah, we know fourth quarter
0: October um, to December sometime. Yeah. Yep.
1: Which I mean makes sense placement wise. I hope they pick a time that, you know, doesn't clash with a bunch of other things cause,
0: well, and uh, that's hard though. October through December it basically clashes with everything.
1: Yeah, it's big video game time, it's big uh TV series release times, so holidays. I mean, movies are going to be picking up. It's like
2: Yeah, I feel like November would probably be better than October, but slightly um, yeah.
1: I agree. I feel like December would probably be good, but you want to get that big bump
0: on... you have to do it early December, though. Well, and December's not bad, because it's... There is usually a couple movies that come out, but December's primarily a dead zone for movies.
1: Yeah. Games, Um, on the other hand.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, because you want to get those out in time for Christmas. Make all the parents buy them. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But I am very excited to see this next season. I'm excited to see um, if we have another bathtub scene, which I imagine we probably will.
2: God, I'm really hoping. Yes. I'm really
1: hoping the sex on the unicorn scene that happens as an Easter egg in the game
3: <laughs> is
1: something that we see in the TV series because that is something I would also enjoy seeing.
3: All the fan service, just nothing but fan service. Uh, of course. I
0: wouldn't rely on that. John Hamm notoriously does not like people talking about his hog. So, yeah. Uh, as well in doubt as he is, he does not like it when people talk about him.
2: Well, there uh, are still things that a that a woman wants. You know. And by God, I hope we get at least some of them.
0: Oh, I'm sure he's gonna be wearing the tightest leather imaginable, but Yeah. I wouldn't count I, on any, I prefer
2: him semi nude. If not all the way nude.
0: I wouldn't count on any like Skarsgard type of situations where you can actually see it
2: well oh, No, my. it's all going to be that implied you know he may yeah. or may not look like a ken doll in the front
0: well if you've ever seen him in slacks you know he does not look like a ken doll
3: no, no. Ooh, i gotta <laughs> look gonna, this up
0: he looks like he's trying to you know steal a squash <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
2: michelle asks uh is the unicorn scene in the witcher as good as the unicorn biting off the nipple scene in legends of tomorrow
1: i wouldn't know but that sounds amazing and like something i will be looking up right after the show
0: it's not a bad one uh the legends oh god it was i think it was last season when the unicorn thing happened yeah give that a watch actually it's a pretty good season they go into a lot of mythical creatures
2: tank and- uh, yeah give us a hint on
0: that yeah yeah my really good friend has
1: been trying to get me to watch it and i'm just like i started the first episode and i was like this
0: sucks of all of the berlanti shows it is the least like teen story driven it has uh the least amount of that uh, young adult drama stuff to it it's more just absurd time travel adventure
1: i mean i'm obviously not opposed to that as i am a fan of rick and morty so
0: yeah of of all of those shows that's probably the one that you would enjoy the most i think yeah
1: i've been trying to get into those shows and i just i can't well they're killing
0: all of them off right now
2: uh michelle does say uh this is part of the fun it's just so so bad
1: yeah I do love bad acting. Which is
2: why Sharknado always comes up on our show.
1: It shouldn't. You can let that pass. There are plenty of other things you can reference. I love bad acting and many things.
2: Yeah, but the one that everybody can go, oh my god, really? Like uniformly (laughs) is Sharknado. See, (laughs) that's
1: because it's great and you refuse to accept what it is.
0: I would not say that's the worst acting. That's not the, like the, you know, that's not the the most egregious form of
1: bad acting? Bad Have actor. you seen uh, Tara Reid in that?
0: Okay, so <laughs> she's a bad actor in general. Exactly, yeah. and it's her worst.
1: Dad. It's like she can't move her face anymore because of all the,
0: <laughs> the plastic surgery. Yeah, but the- there's, there's, wor- I'd say there's worse than that though. Anyway. Right.
2: Look for a list of our top five bad acting films that we recommend that you watch just for a chuckle.
1: I'm not going to do that, but you can compile a list.
2: I shall. Oh. And it will have Sharp one, two, three, and four on it.
0: Don't forget five.
2: Oh, see, there you go. That's our top five list.
0: Okay, see but you're leaving out the other sci-fi monster of the week movies, like That's Lava, true. Three headed shark attack or Lava Langula was terrible. Yeah. Um, what was the octopus one? Um uh, shark octopus or shark. Yeah, shark yeah. yeah.
1: Um let's see what else is there? There's uh Damn it! What is the There's lava Lantula, and then there's another one that's about spider- lava spiders, and I can't remember what that one's called.
0: That I don't one remember really the ridiculous. other one. I remember lava Lantula, because that's one of my favorites of that genre.
1: That one was pretty solid. Um, but then in uh, Sharknado Five, they had a crossover oh, with yes. other sci-fi heroes, so. Yes, they yeah, the acting was impeccable.
2: <laughs> I bet it was amazing
1: it was, it was It was amazing, it was great um, But yes, uh, <laughs> what else do we Want to talk about, Bobby? Let's talk about Scream Because I want to scream that Sharknado is great Don't you like how <laughs> I ask you and then Completely ignore what you're going to say in favor Of what comes to mind? Isn't that nice?
3: So Scream 5, Taylor Lautner returns. And Uh, it is
0: entirely uh, done shooting? Yeah, it's already done. It is officially locked Um, already.
2: Real quick before we get too far off topic, um, one of our fabulous and incredibly sexy viewers uh, does say the seven brothers meet Dracula is also pretty bad and worth a laugh.
1: Oh, that's Morgana.
2: (laughs) <laughs> Didn't I already say that?
1: No, you just said a incredibly
2: sexy that's, viewer. That's yeah. the
1: joke. Yes. Um, but that is a uh, that is a terrible movie. It is quite amusing. And it's free on YouTube.
2: All right. Um, so Scream 5. What are we Scream
0: 5? Yes. He so Who
2: is back. You know, uh, and of the original cast is back.
0: Most of the original cast is back. Yes.
2: Yeah. So that all we really know right now is that it it is not going to be a full reboot, and no. they have actually have they have multiple versions of the script, so that way it, nothing can be leaked yet, and to help uh-huh. prevent spoilers.
0: Well, and this is uh... it's a different. It's not Wes Craven this time. It's. Who uh, Tyler Gillett seems to be the main director. Um, I
1: don't. I don't know, I don't know that actually, That name is he famous for
0: anything? Not super famous. Uh, him and God, it's Matt. Matt something. They've done like uh. I don't know. Let's
2: see. Um, Matt Story. Bettinelli, open.
0: That's him. That's that, Matt Bettinelli. They do a uh, lot of. They like, did Ready or Not. Yeah. A horror comedy, kind of both. So it it does make you wonder if this is going to be a traditional slasher fic, flick or if it's going to be pushed into the uh, void of spoof spoof stuff i hope that's not going to happen to be honest i mean
1: it'd be nice if they actually did a serious attempt at making a scary scream because um the
0: first one was so much fun honestly i enjoyed that
1: well episode. so funny story and also this will age me uh the first a uh, scream when it came out on blockbuster my parents were watching it and i snuck up behind the couch when i was supposed to be in bed and watched the movie through the couch and it gave me nightmares for a week awesome yep so i i am very fond of the scream movies and even if they aren't scary like i have that association with them and i would love to see like my nightmares that i had you know, actually, you know, be based on something rational instead of, you know, the fear of being caught while my parents were watching a movie and I was supposed to be in bed.
0: Well, I, I never really saw them as super scary, but I guess by the time the first one came out, I was 10. So, mm-hmm. um But they are very well done slasher flicks. They are, and they're fun. It's mm-hmm. like they're I don't know
1: if fun's the right word there. Enjoyable. Let's put yeah, right it
0: It can uh, be fun and still be a slasher flick. Yeah, it's not yeah. like overwhelmingly gory. It's not, you know, it's not the horror porn. It's traditional slasher style. Like, who's the hidden guy under the mask that's killing everybody? Yep.
2: Yeah, I've always it's, been more of a fan of that, that mind fuck than like the jump scares.
1: Mm-hmm. And it definitely Obliges you In that in regard
0: some ways yeah
1: I um, I don't know I'm curious And I'm also very curious why They have filming completely done And they're not releasing it
2: Well uh, They've made a deal with Paramount um, For Everything and let's see, it might just be which,
0: Paramount holding it,
2: yeah. yeah. So that's what it looks like to me, um, so that because they've partnered with Paramount Pictures to distribute the movie,
0: which means they have all rights of release, so right?
2: Yeah. Um, and then we will expect to see it on Paramount Plus. Um, they're saying within two months of it hitting theaters,
0: well, and it's coming out, it's it's first week of the next year isn't it like first week of january
2: i believe that's right let me see if i can confirm that date i know
0: it's early next year
2: Mm -hmm.
0: so it's actually not a huge gap i mean that's only what six months yeah pretty but like horror movies
1: tend to be pretty low budget so you try and get them out pretty quickly
3: unless you're talking
1: about your huge ones like saw or something like that yeah. I can't envision Scream Five having a massive budget, so they probably want
0: to recuperate that as quickly as possible.
2: Well, they're looking at uh, release date is set for January fourteenth of twenty two. Well, oh,
0: there you we go, second week of January.
2: Yeah. Um, but they're saying that Scream is one of the most successful franchises in horror history. Oh yeah. And so, because of that, I think they just want to wait and deal with it next year.
0: Well, and they probably had the thought of potentially doing it late summer or, you know, in the middle of the fall or something like that. But the return to box office is still kind of growing right now. And them trying to dump a movie in October when there's going to be, you know, Marvel and stuff like that at yeah. the same time, it's would like for them to dump early New Year. Do we
1: have any other horror movies slotted
2: for the end of the year? As of yet? Uh, not that like, I'm aware of, but that doesn't yeah. mean they don't exist, and we just haven't um, caught up to them yet.
0: Big yeah. ones, I don't know of any. Because there he did, uh, Spiral's already out. Yeah, um, The new Halloween is still in production, I believe. Um... I
1: mean, I just, I feel like that would be a good slot for this movie, which is why it's kind of shocking. But then again, like you said, it's a slasher film. It's not really a scary horror film. No. They're fundamentally different. So maybe October isn't the right place for it.
0: Well, maybe I just feel
1: like January is a very strange place for it.
2: I, I don't think January is that weird of a place for it. If you think about... Early January theater numbers are always really good because that's when everybody wants to get away from their families. (laughs) because They've just done the holidays. So early January release does make sense. Yeah, it does. And and Tank does have a point. Right now, box office numbers are shit for everything.
0: Yeah, they're not...
2: Just now getting back in. And if they do want to do anything with this film saving it for release for after <clears throat> box office and actual physical in theaters um, doesn't completely suck ass. It makes sense. Yeah. And it gives us six more months to be, you know, dealing with the whole COVID situation.
1: Yeah, hopefully we'll be back to, like, full seating by that point.
2: You know, I kind of like having somebody not touching me.
1: yeah but if you're at the alamo you don't have to worry about
2: that which is true and we do really enjoy the alamo and and places like it so uh one movie that is coming out that it is highly recommended you see in theaters and that is black widow it's coming out on july 9th yeah also hit disney plus premiere access So you have to pay a shit ton more to watch it. Uh, But that's coming out in just a matter of weeks.
0: Will this be your first movie you see in theaters? It is for me. Well, maybe. I might be going this weekend. I'm not sure yet. I mean, I think it will be my first, like, real movie
1: premiere. I mean, I've definitely gone to see movies in theaters, but they're like uh movies I care about, like classic re-showings of movies that I've seen a million times. Or movie. Yeah. Um uh it will definitely be my first and yeah. I'm pretty excited yeah. to see. It. It's like I I'm excited to see a movie I haven't seen in that setting and enjoy like who knows what the ride the journey of it
2: the critics reviews of black widow that have come out already kind of the the pre-screenings that people have been able to do are saying that this is one of the best movies that they've seen in a long time they're Mm -hmm. saying uh, i believe one of the direct quotes was it's the shit
1: yeah
2: was came from i don't remember the name of the reviewer i just remember reading oh my god i can't believe a reviewer actually used the expression it's the shit
1: (laughs) well so Um, the thing is i don't know how much of this i believe versus how much of this is just we've been starved for theater experiences over the past
2: probably a little bit of both
1: i think it is too i i bet you it's a good movie but i just i don't know if i can go in like expecting greatness from this movie we'll see maybe they'll tell a really interesting and compelling story but
3: i mean it's a marvel movie it's a turn your brain off and enjoy the action movie
0: Exactly.
3: Well, they're
2: saying this isn't a a traditional Marvel movie. This is an action-packed spy movie. This is a
0: spy movie. This This is is a spy
2: thriller with a Marvel, you know,
0: logo. And the only reason I kind of believe what's been said so far is because it's not just, um... It's not just Scarlett Johansson. A, A lot of people are referencing Florence Pugh, specifically. Yeah. Um, which leads me to believe that it has a strong story because she, at least, at least so far, has been presented as a background character, a secondary to whatever's happening in the story. Which is good.
2: Yeah, uh, one reviewer said it's the um, the MCU's Bond movie with shades of Mission Impossible and Thelma and Louise. Oh, that's and I'm like, well, if that's not a fun endorsement to go see it, I don't know. Uh, exactly. But...
1: And we're still waiting for fucking James Bond, so...
0: That'll be a while.
2: Well, we'll, we'll address September. that when it's time.
1: <laughs> September. They've delayed it like three, two and a half years. It's obscene.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh Another movie that's coming out... Um, only digitally right now though Um, but also I guess blu-ray but not in theaters and that's going to be the first part of Batman the Long Halloween where Batman is voiced by Jensen Echols and like the whole thing looks like it's going to be pretty cool.
0: Yeah that does look fun Um, just because Long Halloween is a really cool story for Batman and I'm hoping they do it right. Yeah.
1: I mean, you and Smurf have both recommended Long Halloween to me. Oh,
0: yeah. The story and is amazing.
1: Yeah, I uh I'm really curious to see it in a avenue I am more familiar and comfortable with.
0: Well, I'm hoping they do a better job than they did with a couple of their more recent Batman stuff Mm -hmm. hush wasn't as good as the book like the books and uh what the hell was the other one oh the killing joke wasn't as good as the book that's that's what i was trying to remember the name of
2: yeah Yeah. um so matt reeves was actually saying that he thought that this storyline was going to be used for the robert pattinson batman movies that are coming out that's coming out Mm -hmm. Um, But since they decided to go in a completely different direction um, over at Warner Brothers, they were able to go through and actually make this movie, which I guess it had been put on pause, waiting to see whether or not um, Warner Brothers was going to pick up this storyline.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because Warner Brothers was thinking they may disintegrate as a company. (laughs) Yeah. And there, There's a lot
0: might so, uh, so we'll see.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm excited regardless like uh, interesting dark version of Batman that like I rewatched um The Dark Knight Rises the other day and I was like totally I enjoy movies like that. I would enjoy seeing something else similar. And from what I've heard, this borders more on like the uh, satirical side of like that darkness, but still
2: mm, I don't and know if satirical is the right word.
1: Yeah, I was sure like into the right darkness. word. Satirical is the best one I could
0: come up with. Long Halloween is very much a serial killer story in the Batman universe. Mm-hmm. So it does definitely have its darkness. At least if they keep the tone of the source material.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited. And when is that releasing, Bobby?
2: Uh, that is going to release part one on June twenty second, which is next tomorrow. week.
0: Tomorrow. Tomorrow for us watching uh, live. Yeah,
2: yeah for, for those of us who are on here live right now, that is tomorrow. And part two will be later this summer.
1: Yep. Is it streaming anywhere? or? Uh, yeah,
2: it is going to be, let's see, um, digital I release know. and Blu-ray. It does not okay. give me a site where it is streaming that I've been able to find thus far.
0: The only one I know of is for purchase, and that's Vudu. Well,
2: see, there oh. you go.
0: And At least that's 20, something. It's 20 bucks, I think. Which is normal for their direct to video first release. So, yeah. Well, it looks like
2: it's gonna be worth the watch.
1: Yeah. I will see if I can track it down. And if I can, I'll try and give it a watch for us next week.
2: Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I I fully intend to to watch it. I'm not sure if I'm going to pay Voodoo or, you know, because like I said, they're also releasing it out on Blu ray.
1: Yeah. It's like, I don't want to register for another service. (laughs) I just don't. My credit card is out there in a million places. I'd rather it not be a million and one.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Makes sense. All right. While we're talking about people who are taking your money, let's talk about Netflix and the fact that they've just made a major deal with Steven Spielberg.
1: Which is very interesting because it is very rare for, like, agreements for a film creator to exist beyond their next movie or two. It's like some directors can do that. Very few. Steven Spielberg is definitely one. But nothing like what Netflix is doing because they have him for a few movies, not just his next one. It's very
0: interesting.
2: Well, yeah, it's a multi year contract with him um, where he'll be making uh, Netflix, um, you know, original content. Uh, this does not impact his agreement at all with Universal, but they are fully planning on holding on to that number one spot that they have as a streaming service. And they don't want to give Disney or Amazon uh, or HBO Max or any of those other streaming services, Hulu, um, Paramount Plus, the Peacock, whatever, any chance to to horn in on their numbers. Do we? Uh, oh God! Do we have any idea what we're going to see from him no. in this contract? We know yeah. Nothing yet.
1: Nothing we know yet. That
2: he's Going to do. Um, Multiple movies over multiple years, specifically for Netflix. That's all we know.
0: Well, and that's—it's not super weird anymore. That's the—that's the thing. It, that was a weird thing. That was not a normal thing for a very long time. But it has kind of become that now. Uh, there's a lot of people who sign exclusivity deals. Uh, I know. Peter Berg has one with them. Um, David E. Talbert has one with them.
2: Cool. And this contract isn't just with Spielberg himself. It's with his entire company.
0: Yeah, it's with Amblin. Yeah, it's yeah. with Amblin Pictures.
2: Oh, interesting.
0: Um, I know Kevin Hart has one with them. Uh, I think we're coming up on the end of Adam Sandler's exclusive contract with Netflix. I think he's almost done with his. Uh, David Fincher has one with them. Like, there's there's actually... Be, that's becoming a norm for other streaming companies to just pick a talent and say, bring everything you have to us for a while. Like, even Mark Miller with all of the his uh, superhero shows. There's a reason that they're all on Netflix. He mm-hmm. has a contract with them to produce those stories for them. So... Like, that is becoming a norm right now, actually. It's, a lot of people are making a giant pile of money off of it, too.
2: Yeah. Well, and Netflix is the place to go for it. I mean, honestly, uh, they're saying that World Right and Right, uh, most popular streaming service uh, right now around the globe with over uh, 200 million members. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's, just paying members that's not counting all of the you know family shares that we all do
1: yes Um, that's interesting honestly I expected their numbers to be a little higher than that but um, that's still an incredible amount of money per year
2: well you have to think that you can have what up to seven profiles or something six profiles on your Netflix account
1: yeah and you Mm -hmm. can have Three or four simultaneously streaming. Uh-huh.
0: Uh,
2: yeah, but if you just go with how many profiles there are allowed, and you multiply that two hundred million by, let's say four, you know, to go how many actual users there are.
0: I'm trying to think. Yeah, but Maybe. I
1: was I was expecting them to like, I was expecting them, you know, around the seven hundred and fifty.
2: Well, like I said, if you multiply it by the number of profiles and stuff, you're looking at over 800 million.
0: Yeah, it would be it would be hard for someone to get that high of a mark. Even if you look at like cable numbers and stuff like that, they're approaching those levels. Are they?
1: Yeah. No. Uh, I just i I guess I didn't
0: realize. Two hundred fifty million is a lot of concurrent subscribers. 105 million. Yeah. whatever. Yes, that is a huge amount of concurrent subscribers. That's, I think, triple their nearest competitor right now. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But they're saying that, uh, you know, they're not worried about any of their their rivals, for lack of a better term. No. Um, but.
0: They're they also just,
2: keeping their foot on the gas.
0: Yeah, they honestly have no reason to fear anybody right now. Like it, it would be difficult for anyone to catch them as long as they are still making content, and that's why they're signing these agreements. Yeah, yeah that's why they signed the the uh, Benioff and Weiss a couple years ago, right after they finished Game of Thrones. They signed them to like a two hundred and fifty million dollar deal. Yeah,
2: you know, um, and the other things like. Netflix original content that we're getting, um, not just because they've signed all these deals with uh, author, with uh, producers and or production companies, but also that they've signed with um, other IP.
0: Yeah, they did that deal with Sony for the Spider-Man first runs.
2: You know, mm-hmm. I mean, or look at we're coming up on season three of Umbrella Academy.
0: Oh, yeah. That looks really cool, too. Hmm.
2: So, I mean... They're just Netflix is, you know, trying to get their little grubby fingers into as much as they possibly can.
0: Mm, that's the way that's Which, going. I mean
1: it's worked for them so far. So I see uh, it's well, like I enjoy being able to go to Netflix and have no idea. Have you tried their random feature? Yes.
0: <laughs> it's hilarious. Um
1: it so right,
2: it's actually played something off my wish list. But most
3: of the time it just like. Shak-ba! You have no idea yeah i've been meaning to try it but i'm like i don't i don't trust it but like i need it i need it because i'm so indecisive and i'll spend like an hour just scrolling netflix without choosing anything
2: here's the beautiful thing about the random um deal on netflix though is if you push next it will not only go to the next one but it will not sit in your continue watching feed you know, that, yeah. that field that we all hate where we've watched something for six minutes and realized it was shit. Yeah. You can't get it out of that row. But if you do the, the random generator, it will not end up in that continue watching feed unless you actually continue to watch it for more than, I think it's like five to 10 minutes.
1: Oh, that's cool.
2: Um, or at least that's been my experience. I don't know if that's actually how they have written the coding. But that's how it's working.
0: Oh yeah, it makes sense. The biggest thing about what Netflix is doing currently, because they've they all of their early contracts, like they thrived on signing exclusivity deals and all that kind of stuff for everything that people loved before. But the biggest thing they've done, especially in the last three to five years, as they have become such a large content producer that they own everything now. Mm-hmm. Yeah so they don't have to pay anybody money they just like, oh well that's ours and that's ours and all of this is ours too so like they're going to have probably at some point have people reaching out that out to them to license something at some point in their future
2: absolutely
1: oh i'm sure they will that's going mm-hmm. um i I like that there is such a breadth in streaming services, even if it is impossible to keep up with them all. It's because like, there's still two streaming services that I want that I'm just like I don't even have time for the ones I have. It's like Which I can't justify adding more.
2: Which ones are they that you that you still want? Uh
1: the Citerion, Criterion, Criterion? Criterion.
0: Oh, yep, Criterion's little
2: yep. and
1: yeah. The other one is like this weird one my friend told me about. I can't think of the name of right now. Mm. But said it has some really cool programming on it.
2: Pornhub. Hub.
1: I don't think you need a membership for
0: that, but thank you.
2: Well, you That's do you need a membership that. for petfat.com.
0: Yes. That's how you get the special content. This yes. Is
1: true. Um... But uh, as for Netflix and streaming and the potential addition of new actors to Umbrella, as we're speaking of,
2: yeah.
1: um, there's there's been a lot of changes in streaming lately, and I'm excited to see where things go.
2: Yeah, well, over at the on the Umbrella Academy front, you know, we do have the look at the Sparrow Academy now.
0: Yes. Uh,
2: and so we're seeing who some of those actors are. And mm-hmm. holy moment. Yeah.
3: Who did you see that you recognized?
2: Uh, let's see. I, oh, wow. I do not recognize them. Yeah. Uh. Um, some of them are uh, Netflix actors, yeah. like Stash was just saying. Uh, um but most of them like their face looks familiar but i can't place them anywhere so like maybe i've seen them as like a background character in something
0: well a lot of them have been recent um they've been in big things um like very recent on a couple of them like uh uh justin cornwell was in that uh that Jingle Jangle movie that came out on Netflix this Uh last year. Um, And then before that, he did, like, guest appearances on, like, Chicago PD and Empire and stuff like that. So he's kind of an up-and-coming guy. Um, Brittany Oldford is uh, from Pretty Little Liars, I think, or something like that. Yes. And then she was on... um, American horror story. She was part of the asylum story that they did. So it's a lot of people that have been in things recently and they're just kind of getting you know they're
1: they're moving them into bigger roles. Yeah. yeah,
2: um uh Genesis Rodriguez who's uh playing the character of Sloane yeah. is primarily a voice actor.
0: Very good one actually.
2: You know, um, known for being Honey Lemon in Big Hero 6. Vastly underrated movie. Fucking awesome. That movie's amazing. I agree. Amazing. It's vastly underrated. It is. And then uh, she was yeah. on
0: Shira too as a actor or as a character.
2: Yeah, on the crappy one.
0: She was still on Shira, which is a Netflix property at this point.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah.
0: But yeah, it looks like they're kind of bringing all the people they've had doing stuff, and they're just kind of pushing them all into this to give them more prominent roles.
1: Which, I mean, that's why you get these contracts with these up-and-coming actors, because you never know what they're going to turn into in the future. Mm-hmm. And if yeah.
0: Netflix can push them into stardom, it just benefits them all the time. Yeah, it's huge for them. If they can push these uh, these actors and get them more recognition, uh, it's huge for them
3: yeah i'm really excited to see what they do with uh the character of lila in season three and how she adjusts to like being accepted into the family yeah Uh, and
2: we have been given um really nothing other than the show uh the each episode's title
0: yeah, we got the titles and then the cast update at this point.
2: But <laughs> yeah, but the, it.
1: Freaking titles are so obtuse that they tell you nothing about what's exactly. going to the
3: That's so, kind of their point. Yeah. Do we have a release date? A quarter that it's going to come out in? Like, anything? I'm double checking. I want
0: to say it is 2021, but I cannot remember. Uh, yes. I want to say it was uh, final quarter of
1: this year.
2: I believe that is accurate. I am double-checking. Like my, it's supposed to be the big one. Information.
1: Yeah, I think it's the big fall uh, series. Yeah,
0: Netflix. because yeah, that's COVID what it looks like for me as well. Mm-hmm. So,
3: what was it? Yeah, let's, let me just...
0: I'm looking right now to see if I can find it. Cool. Cool. Uh, okay.
3: Well, I am just champing at the bit for more Umbrella Academy.
0: Oh, no, they, I, I don't agree. see their release date still.
3: Yeah, I, I do believe it is supposed
2: to be fourth quarter, um, third or fourth quarter this year.
0: Well, and they're having a big – this year is going to be huge for them, uh, the, the end of this year and the beginning of next year, because they're going to have – Stranger Things is finally coming back, Umbrella Academy, Witcher um, – yeah. It's gonna be
1: a good year for Netflix subscribers.
0: Yeah, Last Kingdom, the final season of that comes out. Uh Kaminsky Methods coming out again or season three. Um, yeah, they're gonna have a big one.
2: I mean, it's one of the reasons why they're canceling so many shows that are just kind of dead weight at this point.
0: They and that's what it is. They're just they're trimming things out that they know they can lose because they have something else coming in.
2: Exactly. So um Speaking of new things coming in, why don't you guys take over the reins for a bit and talk about what Nintendo had to say at E3 while they were wrapping up?
3: Yeah. Uh, Go for Uh, it. Uh, a lot of people said we're talking about like oh do you think we'll see anything for Breath of the Wild 2 and everybody was like nah nah that's not going to be until next year at least like they were not going to have anything and they were wrong.
1: Oh yeah Zelda. Well, was... I mean the game still isn't coming till next year. Well no year. but not. like they were saying that we weren't
3: even going to see anything about it so.
1: Yeah Zelda yeah. went
0: at it.
3: Yeah. Yeah they had
1: a, Zelda had its own section in oh, yeah. the conference i was very impressed yeah. with the uh what the hell is it called their weird little portable system
0: oh the oh. new game and watch yeah they're doing yes. the game yeah. and watch for Thank the you. first 3 zelda games
1: yep it includes legend of zelda zelda 2 the adventure of link legend of zelda link's awakening vermin link version yep and the interactive digital clock and timer
0: Yeah, it's 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 similar to what they did with the uh, Super Mario Game and Watch this last year,
1: and I gotta say, it is really fucking cool. And I have no interest whatsoever in buying
3: it. (laughs) No, I'm gonna fucking buy. I just wrote in my notes. I just wrote Breath of the Wild footage. Ooh.
1: (laughs) I I mean, it does look good, and I do like that they're. There were a lot of rumors that Breath of the Wild 2 was going to go underground and be like a very dungeon based version of the Breath of the Wild 1 map. And And they couldn't have
3: been more wrong. Yeah, Yeah.
1: it was literally the inverse.
0: Yeah, they went
3: crazy. Um,
1: But it looks really cool. I mean, it looks as good as it can look on a Switch. It's like I'm really impressed with what they've done with that system, but I really hope we get our Switch Pro um when those games come out because I bet you they're gonna need it. They're probably gonna run terrible on an original Switch.
0: Well, oh, and then they followed and uh, they did the, the Skyward Sword thing. Skyward yes. Sword is coming to the Switch.
3: Yeah. Yep.
1: They're they're uprezzing, they're doing Hang on, I have it all listed right here. Which the DLC for Hyrule.
0: Yeah, Hyrule Warriors is getting a DLC expansion. Uh, doo, doo, doo. y'all wanna
3: know y'all wanna know some silly shit that I'm excited about from the Nintendo showcase? Uh,
1: is it Advance Wars? Because I'm excited <gasps> about that and it's silly. No.
0: It Wars. And- <laughs>
3: yeah. It's WarioWare. There's oh, a new WarioWare War? game! Yeah i'm yeah, so, excited. so
1: excited
3: the I, i'm seeing fox up. get so animated <laughs> i loved WarioWare smooth moves uh yeah. so i just i can't wait for this to come out it's just like good clean fun <laughs>
1: like animal crossing
3: no no more more fun
1: yeah more fun, oh, than more fun. yeah not as much you know choice paralysis
3: not as much work it's just it's it's a series of micro games like mini games but micro games where it just utilizes the um motion control functionality of the system to do like the silliest shit like in the old one you would like pluck nose hairs or like slash Mm -hmm. things up with a samurai sword or like the
1: the toothpaste tube in the demo i was like that's so weird (laughs)
3: Is yeah, there... it's really fucking weird and I love it.
0: Warrior word tends to be a little bit off the beaten path.
3: Yeah, God bless the Japanese. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, to tie with that, they're also doing a new Mario Party, which yes. is very similar.
3: Yeah, they're doing um, updated versions of classic maps, like uh, Peach's Birthday Cake.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah. it's gonna be so fun! Five
3: yeah, looks...
0: classic
1: boards. What was that? It has five classic boards that they're upscaling and bringing forward.
0: Well, they're given it the Mario Kart treatment essentially when they, they the Mario Kart Ultimate or whatever it was.
1: Yeah, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but like, it looks looks really good. Like, honestly, this press conference was quite impressive it had a lot of content it was delivered in the right way it was just game after game after game after game with uh, the snapping sound as a yeah. transition point which i thought was pretty amusing yeah uh, the metroid yeah. the new metroid game looks amazing yeah yeah I'm they're, they're bringing it, metroid 4
3: they're bringing it back to 2d yep
1: i know it looks really, really good.
3: Yeah. And how they called it uh Metroid, what is it? Metroid Doom? Metroid uh, Dread. Dread. Dread, yeah. yeah. Cause they've got the robots that like chase you, and I was watching the gameplay, and it was making my stomach tight as the girl who was playing it was like trying to run away from the robot.
0: It reminded <laughs> me a lot of like the traditional Castlevania games, the way that they did it. And I was like, that's kind of cool. That's a did, cool approach. Yeah. yeah. It looks Kinda really good. Get it back to its roots.
1: Yeah. Like I I'm not a huge Metroid plant fan, but like this one actually intrigues me. I mean, I can't play it because I don't have switch, but I can look at it and admire it from a distance.
2: You can watch Bob <laughs> play it.
1: That's true, I could. Um as for other Nintendo big things, we had Life is Strange is coming? Yeah. The- we the covered that Life on...
3: We- we- I thought that was Microsoft.
1: Uh, no, it's also coming to Switch.
0: Yeah, also, oh. Switch is doing a... Col- I think it is the same like collector's release that Xbox is doing, isn't
1: it? It is. Oh, yeah. well, um, cool. I'm
3: going to buy it.
0: But it is...
1: Uh, I don't know for certain, but this might be the first time it's coming to... Uh, Switch, don't quote me on that I'm not 100% yeah, sure man, man. But, uh, a Regardless game. like The upscaled version Looks much better than it would have It looks far better than it did Even when it came out Even on the Switch and the limited hardware
3: yeah. The uh, second one looks beautiful
1: Yes it does Empathy is your power It's like Fox's superpower.
3: Uh, but we already talked about that. Uh, yeah. what else we got?
1: Uh, the new character from yeah. Tekken is or from Tekken. He is from Tekken. Coming to Smash Brothers is from Tekken.
0: Yeah, Kazuya. Uh...
1: Yep. and I got to say like it looked like a straight up traditional fighting game when they showed his play, this oh. playthrough. I was like, wow, this looks and controls like a fighting game.
0: I think that's what they did. I think they took that inspiration from the the, the legitimate from Tekken and yeah. kind of did that style of, you know, just kind of taking the character as it was and putting it into that universe.
1: Well, Tekken has always had kind of that absurd branch to itself, so it's nice to see they're finding a good avenue for it. And I I feel like a Tekken character is great that for smash brothers
0: yeah, it fits with all the other you know characters that they bring in so it makes sense mm-hmm.
1: and it is one of the last two there is one mm-hmm. more to be announced character and that is it for smash brothers ultimate um and then let's see here super monkey ball <laughs> i mean i don't Feel any particular way about that
0: about Banana Mania?
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, Fatal Frame, like that game oh, was yeah. super cool, cool and like spooky games on the Switch, like a handheld when you're like in your room in bed in the dark. I imagine would be an amazing experience.
3: Fatal Frame is a sp- Spoopy spoopy game. And uh I I'm excited for this one. I will not be playing it, but I would love to watch someone else play it. You don't want to I don't don't have the nerves for that kind of thing.
1: Sure you do. You're (laughs) a big brave fox.
3: (laughs) I am Um, baby.
1: I know. I mean, but you did watch uh Manor.
3: That's more drama than it is spooky. That's true. But I you think, did
1: watch the House on Haunted Hill, and that was yeah.
3: I think I think Haunting of Hill House was spookier oh, than yeah. Bly Manor, but I, it was pretty spooky in parts. But anyway, we're getting off subject.
0: We are. Um, let's no see. more. No more Heroes three coming yes. out in
1: August. Um,
0: which we already knew about that, but it's kind of still.
1: It is. It's always nice to see again and another, like, clip of it.
0: Mm-hmm. I... That was one of my favorite games on the the original Wii system, actually. Yeah, it was fun.
1: Oh, Cruise and Blast. I know it's not a game that a lot of people have heard of or really care about, but, like, um, good racing games that aren't Mario Kart are <laughs> well, kind of it's... nice to have on another system. And, like... It's it has, a
0: recognizable IP because it's Cruisin', which yeah. everyone saw in arcades, you know, for 20 years.
1: It's true. I used to play it all the time whenever we went to Red Robin. Um, it's, like, it's appropriately cheesy, and it looks like it's gonna be goofy and stupid, which is what you want, what I personally want from right. racing games. Like, don't get me wrong, like, Horizon is very beautiful incredible and beautiful. Uh, coincidentally, game of the show of uh, E3.
0: Yeah. Um, but but I, I'm like you, I think, in this. I, I like the arcade racers more than the simulators. I do too. They're more I fun. Yeah, I, I lean good. into the arcade style racing. Yeah, you can
1: fuck around in them a lot more, and that really is enjoyable to me.
0: Mm hmm.
2: Well, there's not uh, nothing
1: highlights uh, more than fucking around. Let's see here. Do do do. I don't know anything about these two games. Shin Megami Tenzu Five.
0: Yeah, it Shin Megami Tensai.
1: It looked super cool, but I am unfamiliar with that IP. So it's yeah. A, it's, a,
0: it's a Japanese RPG. That's yeah.
3: it's a like basically you like collect different like demons um and you can like fuse them to become other demons it looks
1: so cool it's like did you ever play monster rancher no monster rancher was this really good game where you could put in random discs into your console and it would give you a monster according to what was on what that disc randomly said and then you could breed them and train them to fight and stuff like that. It was a really great game.
3: Yeah, I I kind of want to play Shin Megami. Um, I haven't played any of the series before, but I knew someone who was really into it and it looked cool. Um, I don't know, might give it a shot. I don't know if I'm going to spend my money on it, but maybe.
0: That's a it's a pretty long run series. Like it, I think the first one came out in like 1995 or something like
3: that. Yeah.
0: So it's been around for a while.
2: Which makes me feel old that 95 means it's been around for a while.
0: 25 years. 26 years.
2: years. I know. Don't makes me feel old.
1: <laughs> um. As for anything else, like Advance Wars 1 and 2, I mean, I just like games like that. They look fun.
0: Monster Hunter.
1: Uh, and I don't even fucking know how to say these... I I don't even know how to say this company's name. It's Renopa. Decadence brings three games. Um, Trigger Happy Havoc. And of course that word I can't say. Um, But new games. Exciting stuff for you guys. And I think that's about all we have to cover for Nintendo Showcase. All the big stuff at least. Uh, aren't
0: they doing a Monster Hunter DLC? Yeah,
1: but that was announced earlier. It's Mm -hmm. like I've known about that for a while.
0: I'm just saying in the same vein of like uh, No More Heroes and stuff it's stuff we knew was happening, but they're just reinforcing, hey, this is still happening. Just keep an eye out. Yeah, I'm excited
1: to not play it because I don't have a Switch.
0: (laughs) Excited to not play it.
1: (laughs) I'm excited to hear about it from my friends who have Switches and who will be playing it.
0: Thanks.
1: I mean, overall, a great press conference for uh, Nintendo.
0: Oh, they did a hell of a job. They did what they needed to, and uh, you know, they yeah, they
1: reaffirmed there are actually games coming out (laughs) for the Switch, which everyone was wondering, considering we haven't had a good press conference from Nintendo.
0: Well, and they brought out one of their biggest guns with Zelda, so yeah. they you know they don't have much Mario stuff because the only thing they've talked about with Mario is the Rabbids thing and the golf Mario the, golf. Oh, Mario golf, but it's all it's a lot of retread stuff in that one. With Zelda, yeah. they kind of like oh the, we got stuff, don't worry about it, keep your switch, yeah no. you can it for two hundred bucks, you yeah.
3: know. I'm not like a sports game kind of person but mario golf seems kind of fun have you ever you like- mario it? golf is super fun Dude, golf is a contact sport, <laughs> and i will not play it even if it's digital <laughs> well like they have like cityscapes that you can play in and you like race to the ball like that just seems so fun
0: i would legitimately even if you're not a sports fan i would legitimately recommend a lot of the mario sports titles like Mario tennis uh is really fun. Mario golf is really fun. They're they're very arcade versions of those sports, so it's not taken too seriously. It's not a simulation yeah. thing. It's here, here's Mario and his friends. Go fuck around in these weird atmospheres. Yeah. Which is fun. So
2: uh Mark says he misses Mario baseball.
0: Everyone misses Mario baseball.
1: I don't know if we'll see Mario baseball back.
0: It'll it'll eventually happen. It might be a while. I so.
1: mean, eventually, because Nintendo brings back everything. But I think it's I think we still got quite a bit of time before we need to worry about Mario Baseball.
0: I would assume so. But I'm I'm, I'm assuming at some point in the next probably eh, probably five years we get a Ooh. Mario Super All Star Baseball of some kind, probably. Yeah. Uh, I, see,
2: Mark says it was great, and Waluigi had the knuckleball. so if anybody out there has a copy of this
0: hard to find those honestly
1: yeah um well do we have anything else we wish to discuss
2: this evening no i believe that we have wrapped our full agenda up in under 90 minutes so huzzah to us
1: oh look at us we're big
3: boys golf claps
2: golf and girls Big boys and girl. (laughs) Okay, well, round of applause. All right, so that is it for this week. We will be back with a whole set of new interesting topics for us to discuss. And moving forward, you can expect to see a random segment popping up on our channel uh, just whenever we run out of time called uh, from the cutting room floor, that will be anything that we do not have time to address uh, off of our agenda for any given week. So that will not be consistently posted. That'll only be when we run out of time. But this week we did well.
1: Yes, yes we did.
2: So go out and if you are in Colorado, please stay cool. If you're anywhere else where this heat is fucking terrible, also enjoy air conditioning. Uh, carry a fan, walk with a big stick. Uh, And we will see you next week.